Everybody ready? Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's hump day. Woo-hoo! Hump day? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Just finding out, Gordon, right before we came on, some exciting news involving Marley's, which is uh, where we're at right now. We'd encourage you to come join us, 114 South, 3561 West. But we'll, we'll talk to Nico, actually, about this when we talk to him here in a few minutes. Uh, this is going to be kind of a kind of a fun little thing we're doing with Marley's. But we want to encourage everybody to come out. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're getting our listeners fed today, Gordo. Yeah, we've already met a couple of them, you know. It's so fun meeting people, you know. And so we've already met a couple. We're just getting... We're just getting started, but uh, I think we're going to have a lot of fun today. We love the food out here at Marley's. Uh, the sliders, of course, gourmet sliders are, are just incredible. The fries are great. They also do breakfast and lunch. Uh, you can go with the breakfast burritos, the, the French toast, the bottomless French toast, that is. Uh, but uh, they're out here. Marley's, of course, their location in Linden is world famous, and this is their brand new location out here at Jordan Landing. I love this store. I love it. Yeah, Lisa came out last time we were here, yeah. and you guys uh, and she really chowed en- down. Oh, yeah, she really enjoyed it. It's uh, it's really a fun place to come eat, and the food, like you said, is really, really good. So what's not to like about it? 114 South, 3561 West. We've got the Zone Van out front. Uh, we have jazz gear to give away. We have jazz hats, jazz shirts. These shirts are cool. They are cool. Some City Edition shirts. And uh, we do have those jazz desk figurine things ornament that things are, are very bobs. popular yeah thinking of bobs they are cool looking <laughs> they are they are we just don't know exactly what to call them. what jazz fan wouldn't want that on his desk or her desk exactly it, or your, your whatever you know your counter whatever you wherever you want to put it all right gordon we do have a busy day today we'll the hood of your car well i don't know you'd have to probably Make some adjustments to get that thing on the hood of your car. Glue it on there. Oh, maybe some glue. I was thinking some minor welding, maybe. (laughs) Welding. (laughs) You know, just something. Uh, Take it into the body shop. Hey, can you add that on there? Oh, yeah, no problem. That that would be pretty sweet if you could pull it off. I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you on that. All right, we're going to talk a lot of uh, NBA basketball, free agency uh, rumors that are out there. We're going to talk about Donovan Mitchell and uh, what he did for the Players' Tribune today. Very uh, neat kind of concept that they they did telling his story. So we'll talk about that. I know that you are writing about that yeah, for I the already, paper. I already did. Wrote about it and be posted. Uh, I don't know tonight or tomorrow. Probably I don't know. We'll, we'll, get, they, a, we'll get a jump start on them. Whenever there. they put How it about on that? there. But it's, it was perfectly done for Donovan because his mom was editing certain parts. It was it was it, awesome. It was fun. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. So we'll talk about that. Uh, there's uh, some chatter out there about uh, BYU and Notre Dame playing again on the football field. We will talk about that. Jordan Pendleton, uh, speaking of BYU, the former Cougar, Jordan Pendleton will be on the show at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Top of the 5 o'clock hour, we're going to talk to Jeff Calkins. He's from the Daily Memphian. Do you think I'm saying that right, by the way? I think, yeah. It's like Memphis, but with an I-A-N. Yeah. 
Memphian? Yeah, okay. the, the adjective, wouldn't it be? Uh, I, I suppose. Or I guess that's a noun. It would be. Yeah. Anyway, Jeff is going to join us. He's a columnist for them. And uh, we, we've been talking on the show. How about, uh, you know, get to know Mike Conley a little bit better. better. We'll talk to somebody who's covered him for four years and what we can expect here in Salt Lake City. Yeah, people are already getting excited about Mike Conley. Not only the news of it, but now every video you see of him on uh, online, people are getting stoked. And he seems to have an attitude I really want to. He wants to come be a part of the jazz. Did you see that thing that it was attributed to his wife? Uh, I did not. Yeah, she was seemed excited about coming to Salt Lake City and and uh, enjoying the outdoors and the uh, all the benefits of of living here. And so, yeah, I mean, this seems like I can't recall for a long, long time this amount of positive vibe around the jazz. Now, we said that last year, didn't we? We did say that last year. But doesn't it seem like it's even more now? Well, I think it's because, I mean, we can, we can get into it, uh, but I think it's because they've, they've added some talent. Yeah. You know, they've, they've added good players. They've, they've, or a player in this case, I suppose, but they've addressed a, they've addressed a need, a flaw in their roster. Mm-hmm. And I think people can see that, you know, this is a smart basketball town. I think people understand what the weaknesses of last year's team was and what Mike Conley brings to the table and how he can cure some of those ills. I think people get it. And a lot of people are excited about what might come next. And that's the $64,000 question these days. Will the Jazz make a big move yet, or will they just sort of uh, add there too? And we don't really know, but I imagine there's a lot of talking going on. Well, I, I heard a rumor that their, their in-stadium MC, their hype man, is up on the training block. Who? About time. Well, well Tony. I heard, I heard Tony could be thrown in for cash consideration somewhere. Yeah, I heard that how, how rumor much, today. How much would Tony be worth? Let's see. How much? You want to give him, you know, some credit, but you still want to hurt his feelings, right? So w- let's say 25 bucks. <laughs> I, oops, I think you just... Should we ask Austin? Austin? Wow, I wouldn't pay that. Oh, see? There you go. Maybe a bucket of sunflower seed shells. We're just kidding, of course. It's Tony in Austin every day from 10 to noon. And, yes, uh, uh, Tony last year took over that in-stadium MC work and, and did a fine job. Now, uh, Austin, I'm, I'm curious to know how you're, how you're doing with Tony. Uh, the show sounds good. Is it just window dressing, or are you guys best buds? Uh, it depends on the day. Ticked off Tuesdays are usually a little rough. Awkward Thursdays can get weird. But, you know, on a Lesson Learned Monday and a We Don't Lie Wednesday, we're okay. One Foot Out the Door Friday is probably our best shows because we know we don't have to see each other until Monday again. See, I thought you were going to ask how Austin was feeling because of his gastric, uh, his gastric ish- no, issues no, I yesterday. Want, I, I didn't want to bring that up. I, I was just hoping to smooth on into the future here. I, based on, on the way, Austin, you were describing how you were feeling yesterday, I'm, I'm ex- I was excited to hear your voice on your show earlier today, and I'm, I'm just glad you're here. It sounded like a, a less-than-ideal experience. Guys, miracles happen in this day and age. I'll, I'll just leave it at that because me and the good people at Kimberly Clark Toilets got real – Real a company, uh, real real close yesterday. I got you. Okay. You think Austin's it's a fine a product they've built? Is he looking a little flush today? Hmm. <laughs> All right. 
Well, on that note, should we get to the split story of the day and talk about what's going on? What a crappy yeah, let's, joke. Uh, let's dispose of this. Oh, okay. Austin, please. Uh, two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. There's going to be trials and tribulations. And, you know, it may happen next year. But I think going through what I went through this year, I think it really helps me. It really helped shape me in certain, different, many different ways. There are times where I thought, man, maybe this is just a one-year thing, and I'm like a, a one-hit wonder, and that's it. For me, it was just continuing to find ways to to show show yourself what you can do. There's Donovan Mitchell, of course, and uh, Donovan had a piece in the Players' Tribune today and uh, certainly would recommend anybody read it. It was <clears throat> it was really terrific, Gordon. And the, the cool, unique part of it is his mom was the special guest editor. And so throughout the piece, there's little editor's notes that is his mom weighing in on what uh, on the stories and what Donovan is talking about. And it makes it, it, it was an incredibly endearing... Um, informative dynamic that I thought really made the piece unique and fun. Yeah, because that's the relationship they've had. Donovan has been so influenced by his mom that this was a perfect way to do it, in my opinion. Now, I'm not sure that she really edited, per se. She just kind of interjected her thoughts. Uh, but nonetheless, it was, it was fun the way they did it. And uh, there's, some, there's some really interesting tidbits sprinkled throughout this i would suggest you read it you get to know donovan even better there's nothing in there that's really going to surprise you it's it's just donovan being donovan and his mom being her and 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 his appreciation for her his appreciation for playing for the jazz his appreciation for utah all that is uh, in there and this is the beautiful thing about Donovan. He doesn't he doesn't hide his enthusiasm. See, in a lot sometimes don't you get the feeling that some guys just want to be too cool? You know, they don't want to show appreciation. They don't want to show how much they love certain things because I man, I'm I'm cool. You know, and Donovan that that's his charm, man. He he, he remembers where he came from. He now realizes the sacrifices his mom made so that he could ascend to the heights he's ascending to. And he loves being in Utah. She loves him being here. I thought that was an interesting little nugget in there. And uh, so I think, Jazz fans, you will be encouraged if you read this. I'm glad you you brought that up about being in Utah because I I thought that was the most... um uh, headline-grabbing part of it from a Utah Jazz fan standpoint. Like you said, it's it's all really interesting, and he tells all these stories about growing up in basketball, and he's not afraid to be vulnerable. He even talks about times yes. when he had doubt, which mm-hmm. which I thought was, was really intriguing. But here's what his mom said about when he was drafted and, and she found out that he was coming to Utah, because I, I thought this was great. Yeah. uh, She says, honestly, I was thinking like any mother of a 20-year-old boy. I was just praying, keep my baby away from New York, L.A., and Miami. He needs a stable environment. I was very pleased with Utah. Very pleased. And read the part what he said about it, too, Uh, right above that. He says, uh, well, above and below, it was interesting. But uh, he was talking about how at first he thought he was going to Denver. Um 
And he said, uh, he said, uh, if you watch the tape back, Maria Taylor from ESPN tells me that I've been traded to the Jazz. And you can literally see me breathe a sigh of relief. It's no disrespect to Denver at all, but it was a much better fit in Utah. And I absolutely fell in love with the city during my workout with them. And then his, his mom interjected what she said. And then uh, he goes on. He says, I know guys in the league say, oh, yeah, I love XYZ City. But, man, I genu- genuinely love Utah. The way the city embraced me as a rookie is something that I didn't even think was possible. And then uh, he goes on to say that it meant more actually in his second year mm-hmm. than it did the first because he felt like the fans and the, 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 the city stayed behind him even though he struggled at the beginning of the year. Indeed, and that, that's where the vulnerability comes in. Right. It's kind of like he's, he's acknowledging that he had doubts himself and that he worked through those things. And really, this is a tribute both to Donovan and to the fans here. I mean, the fans here are very supportive. They want to win. And if, it, if a player is just dogging it, they're going to get on that player. But at no point did you ever get the feeling like Donovan was dogging it. You know, he went through a little bit of a slump there, but he was staying positive. He's working hard. He was doing what he could, and he snapped out of it. And the fans, there, there, there is no doubt that there's a love affair going on right now. It is a perfect, it is a, it's a story made in hoop heaven. His attitude, his abilities uh, matched with this particular fan base. And when he expresses himself like this, they will love him all the more. Well, and his charisma, his ability to attract attention. Yeah, personality. Uh, uh, he's, he's a showman. I've been saying it since his, his rookie year. That's one of the things that he brings to the table is he's not just a basketball player, which is fine, by the way. If you right. want to be a professional, hard-nosed basketball player, but a lot of times stars in this league are are showmen, are guys that, like Michael Jordan, jump from the foul line and dunk the basketball. I mean, a lot of times that extra panache is what takes you into superstardom from a, from a cultural standpoint, right, from a, an iconic standpoint. And he's got all that. I mean, how many, how many times could a random jazz player who's not necessarily a free agent <clears throat> write a player's tribune piece and get a ton of attention? Yeah. Yeah, this guy is, this is what I've, I've written, and you'll be able to read it tomorrow morning at sltrib.com, but he is a star. Right. And it, it, this idea that players, stars can't really either be found or develop or be in Utah is a joke. I mean, he is proving that stars can thrive here. You saw everyone, many of, uh, many of our listeners have seen the ad for Spider-Man that's out. Yeah, it's hilarious. It. Yeah. And, 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 I mean, some players can't pull that off. I mean, but with Donovan, he can do it. And get used to it, folks, because you're going to see him all over the place, especially if he continues on his current trajectory towards stardom in the NBA. Hollywood. Uh, the media, they're going to fall in love with this guy, and you're going to see him all over the place. So from that standpoint, Utah's going to have to share their star. But this whole idea that, hey, you know, Utah's just some dusty outpost somewhere, and now this is – he is going to show that, uh, hey, this is a place where stars can thrive and can, and can uh, have fulfilling careers. And the fact that he loves it here, there are some cynics out there who might say, well, we'll see what happens, uh, you know, five, six years from now. Uh, 
I don't know. I'm not going to worry about that right now, and Jazz fans probably shouldn't either. Well, it's why I, and this is something that you've you've said a bunch, uh, especially over the past year, but it's why I think it's important that they made a move to add to Donovan Mitchell, and we even chatted a little bit about it yesterday with Mike Conley, somebody that's going to boost Donovan, not take away from Donovan. And the Jazz, as a franchise, are also proving that they're invested in him, believe in him, and believe that they can win now. It's not, well, we'll develop you for a couple of years and see how it goes. It's, I think we're good enough to go. You're good enough to go. Let's put the pieces around you and let's make a run at it. And I think that's a I think that's an important signal to send as well. If the Jazz make another big move, then uh, it will be a slam dunk that the it is on, you know. And I don't know whether they're going to do that or not, and at what cost. I mean, Derek Favors, not Derek Favors, somebody else. What, what are they going to do? We don't know yet, but they are showing a hunger to push this thing along, and they know they have to because the, t- the West is doing nothing but getting better. Yeah, it seems like even looking through some of the rumors, and maybe we'll go over those uh, a little bit more later on, but it seems like more players are coming west. It seems like it's going to get... Kimba Walker's going to Boston, maybe, you know. But, you know, I mean, yeah, watch out. The West is going to be where it's at. And I understand that the NBA champions right now, as we speak, are in Toronto. But I'm telling you, the West is still... It's still the better conference. The dominant place, yeah. And it's just because the top-end team in the West got compromised yeah, uh, as the playoffs went along, and which which happens, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's it's kind of the fundamental flaw in the East-West playoff system is how many teams, you know, in the West could have given that version of the Golden State Warriors a run. Right, right. I mean, yeah, there's a bunch. There's a number of them. The Jazz probably could have beat that version of the Warriors. Certainly giving them a yeah. giving them a series, but the, the, the whole point here is that look, look at that award show the other night. I mean, jazz players were all over that thing. Mike Conley, Rudy Gobert, other stars, you know, and they were prominently on display in that thing. And I think a lot of insiders around the NBA are are waking up to the fact that the Jazz are going to be really good this next year. There are some detractors still. There's some. I, I get it. You don't want to overreact. but uh, And some are selling the Jazz a little short, I think. But many are looking at this team as being completely legitimate now. And if they improve from here, Jake, I'm telling you, uh, this is as difficult as it is in the West and as difficult as it might become because we don't know how are the Lakers going to be filled out. How's that going to work out? Will Kawhi Leonard come to the Clippers? You know, there are all these possibilities of things. Apparently, things are not as bad in Houston as we were led to believe, if you mm. listen to what the Rockets are saying. P.J. Tucker, I argue with Chris Paul more than uh, James Harden does. I argue with James Harden more than Chris Paul does. Who cares if we hate each other as long as we win? <laughs> Whatever. It's just Houston putting out a fire because they're not going to trade James Harden. They put out feelers about Chris Paul, and everybody said, yeah, I don't, I don't, think, I don't think we're going to so, do that. So yeah, here's the way that meeting went with, uh, with, with uh, the front office. Uh, fellas, you're stuck. You're stuck together, so you better make the best of it. Neither one of you are and going you, anywhere. And you are making $42 million a year, and you are uh, the defending MVP. Oh, you didn't get it this time. 
Uh, but you can't. Nobody's going anywhere. So uh, uh, how about a little uh, breaking up to make up? Hug it out yeah. and uh, let's get it together. Yeah, that's what's happening. But still, that's an awfully talented team. It is, and a team that was very good this year, and and they were good against the Jazz in the playoffs. I don't know uh, what happened to Gold or against Golden State was was almost inexcusable in my mind. And the big criticism on James Harden. You know, when the, the moment's the biggest and, and all that, he can't get him over the hump. And the way he plays, he doesn't really allow anybody else to give him, get him over the hump. That, that's well said. That's well said. That is the, the blessing and the curse of James Harden. Right. And remember in the past when he's pouted, you know? Yep. Remember when he quit? What series was that? When he just sort of gave up, or at least that's the way it looked. That was the body language on the court. What series was uh, that? I can't remember now. But that was like two or three years ago. Yeah, it? It, was, it was three years ago. Yeah. So I, we'll see if they can patch it together. But, and meanwhile, teams like Denver, they're sitting over there going, hey, what about us? Don't forget about us. We made a huge step forward this last season. I know, Jake, that you and I, I mean, I respected the Nuggets, and I think they're, they're a good team. I, how great they are, whether they can be great. I'm not sure about at this point. But still, we're talking about quality teams. And we didn't even mention Dame Dalla. Yeah, what's know? Portland going to do? Yeah. And if they're completely healthy, we'll see how that Man, goes. Man, it's going to be a while before Nurkic is completely healthy, though. What's the uh, prog- uh, what's the? I haven't really seen it? an update. But, I mean, you, you keep in mind, he broke his leg at the end of the season. Yeah. I mean, there was, what, two weeks to go? Something like that? That was unfortunate. Oh, yeah. that was just a terrible injury. Yeah. All right, coming up right around the corner, we'll talk about uh, the latest with BYU and Notre Dame. There's a little news out there, but, of course, we'll talk a lot of NBA basketball today. Jordan Pendleton will be on the show at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. We'll talk to the former Coug. And Jeff Calkins of the uh, Daily Memphian will be on with us at 5 o'clock, and we'll learn a little bit more about Mike Conley. I'm not sure if it's the Memphian. It might be the Memphian. I like Memphian better. All right. Memphian. I'm not sure. Whatever you want. All right. Well, we are live at Marley's Gourmet Sliders, 3561 West, 114th South. Come by and see us. Our good friend Nico joins us, of course, out here at Marley's. And Nico, first, we got stuff to give away here. No, we got piles. Where of are stuff all the people? Yeah, we've got to get them in. Free stuff and good deals on food. Great food. Well, thanks for having us out. We love coming out here. You guys are, are absolutely great, and you're right about the great food. It's just it's incredible. Thanks. We love having you guys. Yeah. seems like we're friends, but I only see you once a month or every couple months. Well, well, trust me, Gordon and I, if we had say, something to say about it, it would be about, what, you know, every other day, every I mean, third, yeah, at least. You'd get very <laughs> tired of us. Can know? we make this a regular thing? Let's yeah. do it. Okay. Well, actually, okay, let's, let's start off with this because I was excited. We were talking yeah. about it before the show started. So we're going to do a little uh, a little zone special yeah. out here at marley's yeah. Ooh, we talked about nice. this last well last time you guys we were, did we were on with you guys we said let's name a slider you guys pick it we'll name it the zone and i want to kind of cliffhanger the listeners so i'm not going to tell them what it is they've got to come in and try it they've nice. got to see what the zone guys have endorsed as the marley's slider for the month of july so right. starting july 1st we'll run the zone slider for the month of july 
See, people think when we, you know, we throw you on during the show, we, we don't, you know, it's just kind of a, uh, we'll tell you about the food and this and that. But we're coming up with brilliant ideas, true. Nico. That's it's what we're true. doing. That's We're being productive. <laughs> That's what we're doing. And relishing it. Yeah. Okay, now, relishing well, it. No, no, Come no, no. on. Well, They're we don't, proud of we, it. We definitely don't want a ham and egg. Either. Okay. All right, hey, are we going to get the other? You know what we need to do? Let's call some of the other fellas. And get them on, and they can. Should we take their input on what we should do? Or no, do you, I don't want. I don't care about their opinion. Oh, okay, just <laughs> us. Yeah, right. All right. That's yeah, fine. Why do I, I care about that? If we include the others, then it won't be the perfect slider. That's like true. This. See, yeah, Nico's on my side. It'll just. It'll be, make them feel a little jealous too. Yeah, uh-huh. they'll want that three to six spot. Exactly. They might already want it, but they'll definitely want it. So we're going to do a little zone special, but the the food out here, Nico, and this is your your new location. Of course, you guys are a, are a staple down there in in Linden and the Harley Davidson building, beautiful building down there. And and you've come into the Salt Lake Valley. I love we the sure spot. Have. I love the spot on the station. You uh, the Salt Lakers don't have an excuse anymore. It's true. Need they to come sure down don't. And try it out. Come on down. I'd say we know our food, and this stuff tastes good. It really it's tastes great. good. And, I, I mean, it's right up my alley. I love this kind of food. The quality of the ingredients, the shakes, everything is uh, just magnifique. And you guys do breakfast, of course, as well. Yes, we do. Breakfast every day, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. So you can get it through the drive-thru. You can come dine in with your kids. You can do a work meeting, whatever you want, free Wi-Fi. Come and check us out. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Drive through key for the breakfast, right? Get that burrito on the run. That's oh, the yeah. way to go. Uh, Nico, thanks again. We'll be talking to you throughout the show. You're thanks. the man. Appreciate it. All right. We'll have more coming up next. Come see us at Marley's Gourmet Sliders, 3561 West, 114 South. More next, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. This is DJ and PK. Oliver Maroney, host of the Positionless Podcast, covers the NBA in Big 3. Joining us here. I think Utah is poised and in position to potentially get wing. Heard the names out there. Bobby Portis has interest. And there's a few other guys, I think, that would have interest in a team like Utah, specifically when you add a guy like Mike Conley to the mix. Mike Conley spoke with me not too long ago and said his number one goal in the NBA right now is to win a championship. So I think Utah traded for him with that idea in mind. And I wouldn't be shocked to see them make a couple of more moves before the summer's over. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Check this out. Your home for Utah's best sports radio is right here on The Zone Sports Network. You're locked on to the big show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. show kenny rogers brought to you by live nation concerts buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. big show gordon monson jake scott now what? why kenny rogers you're probably asking uh donovan mitchell in the players tribune, uh, tribune piece his mom talked about how donovan used to love to dance on the coffee table when he was a kid and she said that uh it was to kenny rogers 
and they got a, a good laugh out of that. He said lies, lies, but I'm going with his mom on this one. I don't think mom has any reason to lie about that. And I, since she was probably the one that was putting the music on, yeah, I would say that that's the one to believe. I could see you and Lisa doing that song at uh, some sort of karaoke function. Mm, probably not. Come on. Well, my wife can sing, but uh, I'm more, you know, you know me, I'm more of a rapper. I, I just, you know, because I like to keep it real. You could do a rap version of Islands in the Stream. I think they did that in the, what song was that in the late 90s, Austin? Do you remember that? Didn't the, the, some, someone sample Islands in the Stream for a rap song? Sure. Oh, you don't remember what I'm talking about? No Somebody clue. out there will. No tweet me clue at Jake Scott Zone. About. Yeah, ghetto, ghetto Superstar. Ghetto Superstar. There you go. Uh, Where they uh, sampled Islands in the Stream. So, see, you could figure something out. Uh, probably. When was the last time you did karaoke? It's been a little while because, you know, I mean, because once I left the game, I got, you know, then I didn't, uh, I didn't really perform anymore after that. What's your, uh, what was your go-to karaoke song? I, I didn't do karaoke really because I I was you know I was in the studio doing serious music. See, this is when you you come out and you say all the stuff I say on this show is one hundred percent true, where people have doubts. Yeah, but you know the difference between what I, when I mean it and when I don't. I do. Yeah, come on. All the stories I tell from my youth are all. True. There you go. That's kind of karaoke-ish. Austin, what's your go-to karaoke song? Oh gosh! Uh, lately, it's "Yesterday" by the Beatles. Lately, okay. oh that's that's the most that's the most recorded song in the history of music, isn't it? See, Austin can sing though, so he takes karaoke fairly seriously. I think most he, of the time I go with like some kind of Broadway sample, but that movie "Yesterday" it's got me doing the Beatles lately. Do you remember? Uh, well, I don't know, Jake. Were you a part of it back when we had that uh, party around the Christmas time? And the one guy—I can't remember who it was—really started knocking out Sinatra songs. It was good. I don't remember that. No. no. All right. Well, anyway, yeah, Austin is a gifted. My brother used to go with the Humpty Dance for karaoke, which I always thought was pretty funny. Well, yeah. Well, if you're going to do karaoke, you better be good, because if you're not good, then no one's having Oh, no, 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 no. Karaoke is made for people who suck at singing. But karaoke was not made for... In fact, the people that think that somehow they're going to get discovered at the karaoke bar, you know, like Sony Music has a rep down there, you know, just having a beer after work, and they, they happens. hear somebody singing, they're like, oh, I've got to sign that person for sure. Can't have a beer at karaoke bars in this town, Jake. I don't know oh. if you saw that. Bozzing. I see what I'm saying. Yeah, unless you have pool tables, right? Right. Well, okay. Uh, Gordon, uh, there was uh, an interesting, uh, well, I guess, uh, Jack Swarbuck of Notre, uh, Notre Dame, their athletic director, had some comments to The Athletic about BYU today. Yes. Of course, we remember that uh, BYU and Notre Dame, when BYU first went independent, signed like a six-game series or something like that, which was – swiftly cut down to yeah, three unless, games. Unless the Irish didn't want to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And they played two games of that series, so Notre Dame technically owes BYU a home game at some point. And uh, Notre Dame's AD told The Athletic, we absolutely will be playing BYU again and look forward to having more detail about that in the near future. 
Now, according to uh, KSL.com, the soonest they could do that is uh, 2025. So that's, we a prob- while, that's a ways out. Probably you know. shouldn't hold our breath for that one. But so we'll hope we're still kicking around by then. Wasn't there some talk of playing in Vegas? Uh, I think I, I've heard that rumor. Mm. I, I think BYU, honestly, uh, BYU and Utah for that matter, but especially BYU being independent, once that, that stadium opens in Vegas, they should try and use that for a neutral site with some of these opponents as much as they possibly well, can. Well, with a fan base down in Vegas, that, that would be, uh, for BYU, that would be a, a terrific uh, home away from home. And I think that that would be a, a neutral site where you could talk big programs into coming and playing. Yeah. And it's close enough to L.A. It could be, a, you know, a, a recruiting, you know, opportunity for some teams who and are recruiting exposure. Uh, Southern yeah. California. And yeah, yeah. you'd play in a, a brand new NFL stadium, which yeah. would be pretty cool. And you would think that BYU fans would take the opportunity and, and probably fill it up pretty well, I would think. I would think that as well. Now, if you're playing Notre Dame, Notre Dame fans are everywhere. And so uh, that would, you know, but I, I would bet you'd at least have an even split and maybe an edge toward BYU. Right. And that, that Notre Dame probably doesn't face that a whole lot. But I, I thought at the very beginning when they signed that first deal, I, I thought that was a huge win for BYU, even though it wasn't, you know, the game splits were not the most advantageous for the Cougars. But, you know, independent, you need as many big-name, decent opponents as you could get. And being two independents, it just made a lot of sense for those teams to play. And it it seemed like a shame when they cut it down, and then there's been no talk of a return game. Uh, this is This is good news. That's good news. Now what BYU has to do is be good enough to beat these teams, you know? It seems as though Tom Holmo is doing a pretty good job. Uh, These schedules he's starting to put together now, I think at one point people really wondered whether that would even be a possibility. Now it's up to the football program itself to to, to be able to beat these teams so that uh, the program can thrive. Because if you end up with about 500 records, that's just not going to that's not going to be good enough in order to really switch on the fan base and to build uh, rebuild a reputation for yourself. We talked earlier about the Jazz and the positive feeling that's going on with them. That's because fan bases want to know that they don't want to know where the ceiling is. They want to think big. They want to think the possibility is there for something extraordinary. That's when people start buying gear. That's when people get fired up. That's when people, uh, you know, uh, pass on in an intergenerational way their fandom. And if BYU isn't beating any of these teams, or they're, you know, it's a rare exception like last year's win over Wisconsin, that's not good enough. So yeah, you got to schedule these teams, but if we, as we've said a thousand times, you got to beat these teams. If you do that, you will hear very. If BYU, like I said yesterday, if BYU goes ten and two or nine and three in Independence, you will start to never hear complaints about BYU being an Independent. Really? Yeah. I believe that. Now, I know you have some doubts about it, but I, I don't. If BYU went 10-2 and two against this schedule they have this year, what BYU fan is going to complain about that? None. Or you might have an occasional, but not many. Except you'll feel like something is lacking because you won't get into a New Year's Six game. Uh, so what? 
Yeah, I, I, I got gotcha. you. It's one game and, and all that, but it is kind of the culmination of the college football season, and you want to play on that stage. It you is, want that but spotlight. That, but that's been bastardized since the beginning. You know, that's never been necessarily a equitable or fair way of doing it. What do you mean? If BYU goes 10-2, and two, I don't know, do they have 12 games this year? Uh, yeah. Okay, so they go 10-2 this year. And they, they go year. to the Hawaii Bowl. Then, so what? People will know that's an injustice. If they beat these P5 teams that are on their schedule, let's say they stub their toe against Boise State and USC or Utah, and they win all the rest of the games, people will know that's a high-quality football team. Well, how is it, but but they they'll know it's an injustice. How is that a positive thing? There's still an injustice. Well, you can't blame the football program for that. Now we're using all these negative words like blame instead of no, positive but, words like celebrate and win. Well, I mean, people will celebrate the season. That's what I'm saying. You won't hear complaints out of anybody around Provo or around the nation or BYU fans uh, against BYU if they're ten and two. They'll blame the system. Yeah, and really love watching them whoop up on Tulsa and Honolulu. So what? That's one day. It, it just leaves you lacking. It leaves you feeling yeah, but it's unfulfilled. Not if that happens, nobody will blame BYU. What, again, we're talking about blame. But the, but that's that's the thing. You want to avoid blame. <laughs> Is that how you live your life? <laughs> well, I mean, that season would be celebrated. Ten and two? Are you kidding me? Because it's how I I live my and then, life. And then you win a bowl game on top of that, so you're eleven and two. Just don't blame me, please. Uh, you know what I'm saying. And uh, that that is that would be defined as a very successful season, and I think BYU fans would be happy with that. Yeah, they'd complain, but they used to complain back in the day. Everybody likes being a bit of a martyr, don't they? No. Everybody likes being a martyr. No, no. Yeah, but you like everybody likes thinking they're better than than I'd what, have, what what people are recognizing them. I'd for. rather have the glory. No. Yeah, yeah, but that wouldn't be their fault. Then people would say, "Hey, man, look at this team. They should be in the New Year's Bowl game," which is great. That's very fulfilling. Yeah, it is kind of. Hey, the man is no, hold, it's not. The man is holding us down. No, it's not fulfilling. Okay. Anyway, we can get back to this. We'll have Jordan Pendleton with us at the uh, the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Stay tuned for that. Join us on Friday from the warehouse from 3 to 6, 1967 South 300 West. Prices so low, it will blow your mind. It is the warehouse. We're live today, Gordon, from Marley's Gourmet Sliders. We still have plenty of jazz stuff for you to give away. The food here is unbelievable. Come try the sliders. The fries are delicious. Uh, you're going to love it. Uh, you know what I like about it, Gordon? What? You can mix and match stuff. You're not stuck since it's a slider, right? You're not just stuck with one burger that you order. You can try a little of this, try a little of that, try a little of this, try a little of that. Yeah. And if you go away hungry, it's your own fault. Here, here. Uh, 35, 61 West, 114 South. Come see us. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Take The Zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show. 
from Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. And he'll tell her He's working late again But she knows too well There's something going on She's been neglected Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Welcome on back. We are live today. Gordon, we're having a great time out here at Marley's Gourmet Sliders, their brand new location, beautiful facility, 3561 West, 114th South. Come out, grab some sliders. We have some jazz gear for you, but the food is delicious, and we'd encourage you to come by and try for yourself. Okay, can I uh, can I defend myself a little bit here? About what? We've got a couple of uh, uh, tweeters who, one of them said, what on earth is Gordon on right now? <laughs> the other one says, I need, I need the name of Gordon's dealer uh, stat. That's some good stuff he's on. Let me explain what I mean, okay? We're talking. By the way, one of them is a Utah fan, so I mean, but the uh, basically, essentially, what I'm saying here is: look at BYU's football schedule this year. All right, let's say that BYU beats Utah, mm-hmm. and let's say they beat Tennessee. Okay, they're two and zero. Then let's say they lose to SC. They're two and one. Then they beat Washington. They're three and one. They beat Toledo, four and one. They beat USF. They're five and one. They lose to Boise State. Okay, they're five and two. Then they beat Utah State. They beat Liberty. They beat Idaho State. They beat UMass, and they beat San Diego State. They end up ten and two. Mm-hmm. They go to Hawaii. They win that bowl game. They're eleven and two. You telling me BYU fans wouldn't be psyched out of their minds about that result? Correct. I think they'd feel unfulfilled. Maybe so, but they would be loving it. Well, compared to the four win season, they have. that's what I mean. All right. <laughs> so who's saying I'm on the good stuff? I still think they'd rather be playing in the Fiesta Bowl. Well. <laughs> Did I ever contest that? No. Yeah, you said it, it's good enough that people know that they think that they think no, they're good you know, enough. No, but I, I never say, playing in the Fiesta Bowl, if you're playing in the Fiesta Bowl, then you're already 10-2, and two, whatever league you're playing in, at least. Mm-hmm. And? So who can argue what I said? What am I on that's so good? That it would be the greatest thing in the world that's to, not go, what I uh, said. to go 10-2. and two. That's not what I said. Okay, say it again. I said that the, that would be that would that would excite a BYU fan base to have a season like that. Okay, and that, right. and that people would not complain about BYU's part in that. They would complain about the system, the man keeping them down. Mm-hmm. That's what which, I said. Which so is, what, what? What am I saying? That's so outrageous. You're making it sound like complaining about the man is a good thing. 
Like that's what we're playing for, to well, get jobbed and complain about it. It's certainly better than saying, what the hell's the matter with your football program going 6-6 six and six every year? Correct. But what would be better is going 10-2 and two and then going to the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, but then people would think, okay, it's not BYU's fault because they're proving they're a quality football program. Again. And now is that a good thing? That, that people would think it's not their fault. How is that a positive? As opposed well, to playing in better, the game. It's better than having it be your fault because you're not good enough. But if you go 10-2 and two in the AAC, you're probably playing in the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know true. about that. No, it, it's, I mean, it could possibly happen, but the schedule would be nowhere near as good. I think it could be near as good. Well, it, it, I mean... That's not my point in what I'm talking about. But if you want to play that game, then we can play that I think game. it would just be better to go to the bowl game than say we deserved it but got jobbed. I don't know because if you beat Utah, you beat Tennessee, you beat Washington, uh, you, you beat South Florida, you, you beat Utah State, you beat San Diego State, I think people would, would have to be fired up about that, I think. All right, we're live from Marley's Gourmet Sliders. Uh, Jordan Pendleton's going to join us coming up right around the corner, so stay tuned for that. But come out and see us, 3561 West, 114th South. We've got the zone van right out front, and Keaton joins us now. And uh, Keaton, tells, uh, tell us kind of what goes into selecting the unique sliders that you guys make and the different flavors you guys put together. Um, there's a lot that goes into it. We try to be kind of chef-driven and keep our menu alive, so we're constantly letting our chefs throw out ideas. They're the ones that pick our monthly sliders, and most of the sliders started out as a monthly slider that one of our cooks or one of our chefs prepared and then people love it so we bring it back so we'll see the zone slider will be on that same track i like it maybe one day it can be up there get it permanently on there is this a there's no bad ideas kind of thing or do sometimes uh different combos come your way and you have to go i don't know about that there's definitely bad ideas (laughs) We, we try to give everything a shot but yeah, we've pulled some vetoes before. <laughs> Gordon, if he were, were creating one, it'd be a, like as much cheese as you could possibly fit on this. Uh, I like myself some cheese, but uh, you know, I like the idea, though. See, that's how you achieve greatness is not being afraid. And you guys getting together and brainstorming and coming up with these ideas. All I know is what I taste on this on this slate here. Delicious. I haven't had anything that's bad yet. Have you? Nope, not a thing. Yeah, we try to keep the menu moving and i don't know we're like you guys if we like it then we think most people like it so and uh, of course the sliders are great the fries are terrific unbelievable but you do uh, breakfast as well yeah we do our breakfast is really good i always tell people our breakfast might be better than our lunch even the burritos are infamous yeah we're well known for the burritos. We do the bottomless French toast and pancakes. Boy, that sounds good. Not it? bad, right? Mm. Oh, look at this. Speaking of. Yeah, right. Some sliders just in front of us. How do you not eat this all day long? Oh, I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I would, too. So, I'll I mean, tell you what, I would, too. There's no doubt about it. How do you resist? I don't know. Uh, Keaton, keep up the good work, my friend. Thank you for jumping on with us. We Thank appreciate you it. Guys. All right, come see us. Marley's Gourmet Sliders, their brand new location, 3561 West, 114th South. Jordan Pendleton joins the show. Coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Rudy Gobert. Is he the most important player to the Utah Jazz? I would say at the moment he remains that. For all these people saying he was rewarded for crying about not getting an all-star berth. Seriously, I think he's long since recovered from Tony making him cry. I'm glad that you tell the truth because that's exactly what happened that day. Tony's a bully. I was there shooting video of this. It's been viewed hundreds of thousands of times. Tony Parks making Rudy Gobert cry. I can't believe he's still working for this organization, to be honest. (laughs) And I cannot stand for it any longer. I don't believe in or stand for anything Tony Parks does. (laughs) Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.